part of the conversations that happen around my kitchen table. He's John Branion and he's been a stand-up comic for more than 30 years. She's Amanda McKinney and she's been my daughter for her whole life. Our family believes laughter is a gift from God. We often discover it while discussing culture, faith, and family. So go ahead and pull up a chair, neighbor. Can I call you Carl? There's plenty of room here for you. Uh, sorry about that brief delay between when the kids said welcome to the podcast and when the music kicked in because uh the peaches was a little slow pushing the button i was thinking about the fact that uh there was a long delay between when the kids said welcome to the podcast and when i pushed record so there's like a three second dead air we apologize for all of that carl um welcome to the kitchen table and here's what's on my mind uh first and foremost cone palace oh my gosh <laughs> okay yeah, i know all where right. you're going with so this. it's not just me no we've all of kokomo has been complaining about cone palace for years and then okay we'll tell them what's wrong with cone palace and then we'll go on all right carl there's a there's a place that is a, it's just it's an ice cream place it's ice cream hamburgers and hot dogs french fries all of which is mediocre. It's well, that's it. And, 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 and it's but not I'm, bad. I was going to ask if I'm missing something because you, this place is uh, off of the road. It, it's it's on the road to the Peaches House, and yeah. so I'm driving out here to do the podcast, and I'm behind forty cars. Right, forty cars waiting to turn in. 30 cars have turned into the parking lot and they're going through the drive-thru. And the cars are literally out into the road yeah. and from both directions. So right. like people, morons, come in the other direction will put their blinker on to turn left. From, from the left, yeah, from the right like, into the left when there's... It's, it's a double solid. It's a snarl of traffic yeah. on this two-lane highway mm -hmm. to get into a very mediocre ice cream why, place. Why is that the way you come? Because 31's closed now, but yeah, you should go. I should go out. You should uh, go out. You should take over. 300, yeah. Right, take, take 300 Carter. out and then go and then come across. I know. Pass the gravestones, go up over I 31 know. that way. I yeah. know. That's what you should do. But what I don't know is why 100 people will wait in line okay. to get food at Cone Palace. <laughs> what is? What am I missing? It's just a cult following. It. I don't mind it. Is like, that what it is? It's just a, emotional. It's a local business. It's good. We should support it's them. It's not a bad No, place. it's not bad, yeah. but it's not worth wait. You can go to, you can go to, there's two Dairy Queens in Kokomo. There's a Wendy's. There's a McDonald's. You can get, you can get that food in other places. Scoops is a quarter of a mile away. You could walk to Scoops <laughs> from there if you want ice cream. You mm -hmm. can. Culver's is right across the Culver's street. is right across mm -hmm. the street. Yeah. So what I was going to say was everybody thought when that gas station that's right next door went out of business, they were going to buy, I think it's still for sale, isn't it? Or did somebody buy it? No, well, it's been in operation for like a year now. Okay. Well, for it's a, a while. It's a gas station again. Oh, okay. For a while, it was it was for sale. And everybody was like, okay, Cone Palace, buy the gas station, turn it into a parking lot, fix your problem with your... With your drive-through, because right. they don't have enough capacity in that drive-through, and it always well, and there's, comes there's out. There's no place to park. I mean, right. there, there is. It's not like there's a parking lot and a drive-through. It's literally just a drive-through. 
Well, there's a small, a tiny little line. like three or four cars that'll mm. fit out front. There's like tw- there's like twelve to fifteen of them. That's what I said, three or four. But like, <laughs> so here's what happened the other day, though. I and was, it's not that good, is I it? I was irritated with the Cone Palace situation because I have to drive past to get back from Collins' track meet or his uh, practices because they practice at the park, and that. It's 4 o'clock when I pick him up. It's mm-hmm. 4 p.m. You would not think that's dinner rush already. No. But there are already all the things happening at Cone Pass yeah, at because everybody's like, oh, we're going to get there early because there's going to be a whole <laughs> lot of people. And so everybody goes. It, it's it, like from it's, 4 to 9. It's a snarl it's of crazy. traffic. It's so stupid. And anybody anybody going on in the other lane, going the other direction, who puts their blinker on to turn left, I'm sorry. I'm going to kill but, you. But yeah. there is no excuse for that. Yeah. Ever. Okay, so but here's the thing though. Then coming back out of Cone Palace, people are trying to turn left out of their right. out of the drive through. Out, out of the drive through. <laughs> They're trying to go over three traffic. lanes of traffic right. to turn left, and I'm like, that is also inexcusable. So a person is coming out, and I see them, and I'm in line at the red light trying to go across the street, mm-hmm. and I, so I'm stacked up, and I've waited a hundred years to get to the point in line that I even am. So this person comes out, and they want me to let them out, and I look. It's got his left turn signal on. And I'm like, no, that's not happening. No, and, because I'm going to wait another 15 minutes for you. I'm not going to be responsible for an accident. If right. I stop here and you get in an accident because I waved you on and you tried to drive over three lanes of traffic to right. turn left, I'm going to be responsible for that and I'm not going to. Well, that so, accident would include you if they're turning in front of you. No, right. it wouldn't necessarily. If they went, Probably. If they went past my lane and made it to the third lane over and then had the accident. It would well, still be Well, if it did me. include her, that would be worse. But you would still, you would have to live with the guilt no, of No, no, legally accident. you can be held, in Indiana, you can legally be held responsible if you wave somebody on and to tell them that the coast is clear and they pull out and they get smashed by somebody from the other direction. Really? Yes, yes. I looked it up because I was like, I'm pretty sure it's illegal for him to even turn left yeah. in over a well, double you had, solid. You had plenty of time to look it up. Yeah, I looked it up when I came home. She copied it down on a parchment with a quill pen. Here's the thing. I closed the gap between me and the person in front of me, right? I'm like, you're not coming in. You know what this guy does coming out of Cone Palace? He's on my passenger side. Probably flipped you off. No. Noses up to my my passenger side of my van. He's literally an inch away from the side of my van. That Just to show me he was mad. I think it was a woman, actually. She was mad. That's the sort of thing chicks do. She pulled out and was... And I didn't even look over. I was like, yeah, I know you're mad. I don't care. Stop being an idiot. Go get ice cream at Culver's. That was what I thought. So as soon as it's you said It's not that good. It's your fault for going to Cone Palace. As soon as you said Culver's, I was like, oh, let me tell you. It's it's your own fault. For if Cone you Palace, if yeah. you are suffering in line, not being able to get out of Cone Palace, it's your First fault. First of all, if you had been turning right, I would have let you come in. But the fact that you want to get involved, you want to go back toward the snarly mess and and turn left again. I would understand it if Cone Palace was. You went into Cone Palace and you said, "Hey, I'll have a dish of your uh, raspberry swirl ice cream." And you sit down with that raspberry swirl ice cream and you and take a bite, and you are immediately swept up into one of the planes of heaven, and you're <laughs> like, "This, this is the most magical, okay. euphoric experience do, I have ever had." They do but phosphates. It's just no, no. They do floats and phosphates. So they're one of the few. There's just a handful of ice cream joints where they'll actually mix the different flavors on order. So you can come up with your own concoctions, right? But I never do. I always just get like a chocolate shake or something right. else. 
And and Colin really likes their cheese dogs. He'll tell you about that. He sometime. loves them cheese dogs. He loves the cheese dogs. All of the food comes from GFS on the other side of it town. It probably does. <laughs> Guaranteed. It, probably it all does. It, you can you can go get that Cone Palace food in bulk at GFS. Take it home. So anyway, free up the traffic. If you're ever in Kokomo, Indiana, Carl. <laughs> if you're in Kokomo, Indiana, Carl, go to the Cone Palace. No, no, no. And then <laughs> no. let me know what you think you're of gonna it. You're going to cause even more problems. I was going to say, go we'll to Coney t- Island. We'll take you to Coney Island and we'll, we will insist that we don't go anywhere near the center road. Yeah, Cone we'll go Palace. to Coney Island and get one of the bakes, which mm-hmm. are. Which has a, a reasonable traffic pattern at that it establishment. It has a reasonable traffic pattern. <laughs> Does it cause the only near thing fatal is your clothes, your clothes will smell like Coney Island. Yeah. That's not a bad thing for the rest of your life. It's better than getting. It's better than having road rage chick up against the side door. <laughs> I just I don't understand it. It's not that good. Um, but, it, but yet here it is. Okay. Is that all? <sighs> yeah, I finally got that off my else? chest. <laughs> anything else we need to release into the? Uh, we talked last week about how I haven't. I'm never going to get invited to go on couples cruises anymore. So we don't need to revisit nope. that. Mm-hmm. That's but, covered. Uh, I, I do want to know uh, what is the deal with um, with people's how do I how do I say this and not give anybody away uh, what, what's what's the deal uh, <laughs> how do I gossip without it being obvious? well hmm. it's it's the topic it's always about the top the, the thing is, Carl, we always have, well, not always, but we usually have specific people in mind when we talk about a scenario. It's usually, but. Only the, for inspiration. Right, but the people don't matter. It's it's not who it is, it's the concept. And so there were the the uh, the guy who posted the, the thing from, what's his name, from Brett, uh, what was that guy's last name? Cody Brett. What? No, it was, it was like a. What did you say? The, the Cody co- Brett. The couples thing. I have Brett, no yeah. idea what that is. Yeah. Brett something or other. It was, like, Brett was his last name? No, I thought his it, first I thought name it was, was Brett. I thought it was Cody Brett. No, I think it's Brett Cody or Brett Cody. I think you're right. But anyway, it was this long thing about how basically... Cody uh, Brett. Yeah, about letting go. <clears throat> letting go. Have you got it there? I'm sorry. Hang on. What? Luke just had perfect name recall first and last name. <gasps> This is a momentous <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's right. That's a that's a milestone. He goes, I thought it was Brett Cody. And I didn't yeah. even remember anything, including the Brett part. I remember the Brett part, but I had forgotten the Cody part, and he remembered both. I am smart. He is smart. <laughs> I don't know if Carl remembers, but a few years ago we had all the clickers text Luke on his birthday. <laughs> And call him the wrong name on purpose because Luke is notorious for calling people the wrong name, not on purpose, but genuinely thinking they looked like a Brett. They looked like Brett. <laughs> looks like Brett. So I'm just going to call him that. With Speaking of which, I'm so confidence. glad that I didn't go up to the woman I thought was Anna Sophia. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Just today, he was telling me that he was like, did you see our friend? Our friend has an exchange student here. For from, an exchange Germany. Student from Germany. From uh-huh. Germany. And he's like, did you see she's here? 
And I was like, no, I didn't. He's like, she's right there. And he points to the back of this person. And he's like, she's got the, the backpack or I whatever. wanted to go and ask her how, how it's been in the States. How's it going in the States? I did. We met her on her first day. And it's been a few weeks. And so I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't see she was here. Well, then we go around. We kind of mosey around the crowd. And I see her from the front. And I'm like, that is not, not her. her. I was close to going in and asking her. Because I was genuinely curious. How do you like the U.S.? <laughs> it's one of the moms on Colin's team is what it is. What, it is. Uh, what do you think of the United States? Born and Pretty raised cool. in America. <laughs> that one. Uh, it's good. Uh, I like it. <laughs> I've loved all 30 years here. Uh, yeah. So, so anyway, I'm not good with faces. He does often struggle <clears throat> in the name department. And he just, okay. I just wanted to take a minute to recognize his accomplishment yeah. there. Well, I'm, I'm glad we did. Yeah. I'm glad we did. Um, but do you have it? Or do I have to I'm look it up? Really. No. I don't have after, it. After all of that, you don't even but have it. But you looked it. it up and confirmed. It was just the screenshot that John took, mm. so I don't have it. Have no, it. I took no, your the spouse. screenshot. Your oh. spouse. Whoever she is. Actually, she didn't take the screenshot. She I just did? sent the... No, you didn't. You sent a link. But it wasn't a... Oh, it wasn't a screenshot. Oh, you guys. Okay. I totally did take a screenshot of that. All right. So you totally can read it, but... It's just the first few lines, See, I think. That, there it is. There it is. Never force a relationship. Sometimes it's better to move on than to hold on to a person who doesn't understand who you truly are. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, there will be times where your absence will teach you what your presence cannot. Mm -hmm. And then you it go goes on it. from there. Um, the, the gist of it is is the freedom and the, and the wholeness that comes from letting go of a relationship and I just wanted to anytime you see one of those black and white photos with like it's a sketch or a pe pencil drawing of people with their arms wrapped around each other mm -hmm. it's like a highly stylized mm -hmm. it's supposed to get your attention and, it and apparently boy it works does it because people share them like crazy even though like you can put any stupid advice any stupid relationship advice over a black and white photo of people in bed like tangled up and or partially nude, but like covering each other's bits mm -hmm. with other parts of their body, and well, then yeah, people share it. Well, yeah, that's not that's not. There's no insight See? there. See, there's no clothes there. That's just yeah, it's upper body. Just, just put a put a partially nude couple on there. There's barely that. faces too. It's just a chick with her face buried in the guy's, the guy's back, back, and you can see right. that it's a guy because you can just see a little stubble there. Right. See? There's a little bit that's of. It. Little bit of uh, so the yeah. rest of it goes like I was I was stalling while I pulled it up. Mm -hmm. um, you need to stop breaking your own heart in trying to make a relationship work that clearly isn't meant to work to begin with. You can't force someone to genuinely care about you. Can't force someone to be faithful to you. You can't force someone to be the person you need them to be. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the person you want the most is the same person you would be best without. Right. You've got to understand some things are meant to come into your life but just not meant to stay. Ah, uh, thank you, Brett. Hit you in the feels. So here's the thing. Uh, this was, this is posted by people who were our church people um, professed. I think both of them would still profess to be Christians. Um, they used to be married to each other and now they are not. And they have moved on to different people. And I, I haven't honestly kept track of who's in a relationship with who now. Um, <laughs> I've, I've sort of lost track of it, but I do know that their relationship uh, to each other, and there were children involved and all that, but it fell apart. And this 
is the way this is the stuff that Christians are sharing on social media. This is the stuff that that our church people are putting up and and getting um, you know agreement and uh, and likes and encouragement and uh, at a boy and at a girl. This particular thing was posted by a dude, which just makes it even more cringy for me. But <laughs> I mean, come on. In case you're wondering if, like, it gets worse, it does. I didn't read the whole post. <laughs> but but yeah, in I case did. you're I still, the whole in case post. the jury's still out and you're like, well, you know, maybe the Christians saw something truthful or enlightening in it. Mm-hmm. It goes on to say, no matter how many times you cry yourself to sleep at night, you will eventually heal from your previous relationship and find the one you have always longed for. Your future will now bring an understanding of why things didn't work out in your previous relationships, yes. plural, <laughs> relationships. Right. One thing I've learned throughout the years, it is better to be single than to be in a relationship settling for less. So there. There's yeah. a dude. A dude posted that. <laughs> but, but It reads whole, like a bad horoscope. Well, the premise, the, the premise that... Your relationships up until this point are leading up to this point, mm-hmm. and therefore now it's all going to make sense. But but this relationship is also just going to be another one oh. that leads up to the next one. That reminds me of the one I sent you the other day. Totally different group of people. This one definitely doesn't identify as Christian anymore, but was raised in the church and um, had written something. To, or well, to be fair, to that post isn't Christian. No. I mean, what's his name is not a Christian guy. So right. it's not like, this is not coming from Christian authors, but this is the stuff that Christians are sharing. No, this was the meme. Divorce is okay. Breaking up is okay. Starting over is okay. Moving on is okay. Saying no is okay. Being alone is okay. What is not okay is staying somewhere that you aren't happy, valued, or appreciated. That is not okay. And then my favorite part was down in the comments where the person who shared it said, Oh, but not for you, tagged husband. Not for you, husband. Right. You've this already is... broken up, divorced, moved on, and started <laughs> over, and this time you're stuck. Right. <laughs> so there was like a moment of awareness there that if everyone right. followed this advice, <laughs> like, wait a minute, that would include her current <laughs> right, husband. Right. Not you, current husband. You are stuck. Right. You, you have to stay someplace where you're not happy. Both of us have already done the divorce thing a couple of times, and so now for real. For realsies real this time. Now, if you're unhappy... Too bad. Yeah. But everybody else? Did you guys see the, the video that's making the rounds that the woman recorded of herself, like, making dinner and throwing a pity party for herself? No, no, I didn't I, see And it. then at the end of it, when she's about to break down, she goes into the living room and reveals that her husband has been sitting on the couch with his phone apparently the whole time. Uh, and then that's the end of the video. See? And it's like, why don't you just talk to your husband instead she of shaming not, him to the whole world? No, no, she would not have said nice things. If she had talked to her husband, she would have done it in exactly the same manner and with the same spirit that she recorded that video. And that's why when I see stuff like that, I see like opportunity like in my mind it's like a girl who's she may be in her 30s 40s 50s it doesn't matter in mm, my two mind young kids she is like 12 and i'm like "Ooh, girl sit down pull up a chair sweetheart let me talk to you about the fact that you are wrong for this like <laughs> let me let me just tell you i know exactly where she's you're not going to receive that from you well she you wouldn't have arrogant a choice. haughty she wouldn't have all? a choice the same way that her husband didn't have a choice but to receive her 
ire. It's like, look, you're going to you're going to hear my opinion and you might not like it, but you can't unhear it. So, you know, have a seat. And let me tell you, I know where you are. I know I've been there too. And it's not him. It's 120% you. And this is why you're never going to be happy with him or with anyone else unless you listen. Why 120%? Cuz <laughs> it's kind of like the clapping emoji that people that girls use, you know, where they're like, yeah. "I am telling you." I just wondered I how am. you Okay, so this just for, for just for syllables, is yeah. that what 120 really 120 120 it really drives it home right okay so it doesn't feel like 100 is even enough so it's not really a math thing actually when you say stuff like that that's slightly confusing it might help the woman stop for just long enough to like she ponders (laughs) 120 what and it's like great glad you're listening now (laughs) now let me tell you it's all your fault it's 99 so what are the comments like, though? That's the question. Underneath this, co- this Ray Cody? This video. No, no, not Cody, the Brett, Brett Cody. Cody. No, the video Luke's talking about, where the woman yeah. shamed her husband for not helping. Are people generally giving her what she wanted, which was affirmation, or are people I'm, telling I her that's think, wrong? I think saying, Matt, Walsh, that guy. Matt Walsh took it apart. Okay. Um, but I haven't looked that closely at it. But yeah, it's her cooking, and then she comes and consoles a kid, and then is carrying the kid while cooking, and then quote ruining dinner, and right? What and you right. breaking down and crying? It's yeah. Here's what you say to that woman as a male, or as one of her children. Well, maybe not as one of her children because that could get you in trouble. But as as her husband, what he should say is, "I have never wanted a dinner less than the one that you think you're making for us right now." That's what you should say, and she would be. Dumbstruck. She would be she'd be livid, but also that's yeah, the she'd thing she'd need to hear the most. It's like all of this, thanks for nothing. Your attitude is so terrible. We would be better off starving than eating this food that you cooked with bitterness. It will poison all of us. So let's go out to eat. Or you can stay home, <laughs> you stay home and, and be bitter. Food. But the yeah. rest of us are gonna go and eat some food that wasn't cooked with seething hatred because no thank you. We don't want that. It's the equivalent of it's better to live on the corner of a roof. Mm-hmm. Like then people don't understand with an, with that maybe so much. Angry woman on TikTok. It's better to go out to eat than have to eat her bitter food. It's better than and if you say it enough, maybe women will stop doing that thinking they're gonna get the atta girls and we get you's and you know, Maybe. It's going to depend on how long they hang on to the relationship and how soon they, they throw in the towel and go find somebody to make them happy. And to be fair, we don't know this husband, um, so we're not <clears throat> necessarily siding with him, but her methods and her apparent ways of dealing with her bitterness is not good. There is no way for her to deal. There is no way for him to deal with her bitterness. That's the point. I see. Actually, the more of a saint he is, the worse it is. The more it speeds up her um, the self-destruction. Right. She will have to find things. To, right. She will start creating things that he's doing. He's controlling his manipulative. He doesn't even say it, but he can, you can just tell that he... <laughs> On the outside, everybody thinks he's this great husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like... Everybody, he, he presents himself as this guy, but deep down, you know, in his heart, he, it's just, you, you don't know what it's like to live with him. You, you have to... You, you don't live with him, right. and I do. And so, yeah, right. you, you can't, you can't <laughs> win a situation like that. Well, and especially when you've got this 
Well, you've got this culture now that is telling you it's okay to divorce. It's okay to let go. It's okay. It's okay to be a hundred percent or one hundred and twenty percent selfish. It's right. okay <laughs> to be completely thinking of yourself and doing for yourself, despite your the husband and even your children. You know, your children are are also um, secondary or third. If you're if you're not healthy, I, I've seen so many people uh, use the, the the comment that you have to love yourself first. The essence is you gotta right. you gotta be able to take care of yourself first. You have to you have to make sure that you're doing okay. Yeah, it's like you have to put your own oxygen mask on before you help anybody else. Yeah, that's the whole that's life itself. And it's like no, it's not life itself. It's when the cabin depressurizes. Well, yes, you have to put your own mask on we've talked about this before that's true insofar as it means you have to deal with your own bad spouse you know habits before you can deal with your husband's and if you're the kind of person who cooks dinner in a rage i don't care how many video games he's playing or how long he's scrolling on his phone you are the problem you must put on your own oxygen mask first meaning deal with that attitude Deal with the bad attitude first. You That's cannot That's not help. what people mean by you, put well, on the oxygen that mask. That is what they mean. They mean self-care. They mean you need to take they care of yourself. They mean take a bubble bath. First. They mean get right. away from the kids and the husband. They mean right. have a pity party That's on Facebook. That's because they're very unhealthy. That's how they put on their mask. That's because they're unhealthy and they don't know how to fix things. Like an unhealthy person goes, you know what I need? I need a bubble bath. Right. But a person I need a glass of wine. who's mature mm. and healthy and who actually is a good wife is not the one who keeps repeating to herself while mad at her husband, I'm such a good wife. He's a terrible wife. He doesn't do anything. I'm the one who's in here doing all the work. Like that's, that is the definition of a bad wife. And if you want to fix your husband, you got to fix yourself first. So get off TikTok. It's not doing you any favors at all. And learn how to take some responsibility for right. your own bad attitude. But that, but that is, that was my point. My point is that, those memes don't get shared unless you're uh, on the Canon Plus channel. <laughs> I thought I was reading a good one from a nurse I used to work with. She posted, marriage isn't I promise to love you until I stop loving you. It's I promise to make a conscious decision to continue to love you even when it's hard. And here I was like, all right, cool. And then it goes, because I'm aware no one is perfect, but you are worth it. And I was like, well, what if you deem them not worth it at any point? <laughs> and then, yeah, the comments are like, yes, but leaving a toxic relationship is wholesome. There you go. Is wholesome there you too. Go. Okay, yeah. that actually should tell you yeah. that the meme is pretty good. If and you this, have to go down to the comments to right. see all that. Whoa, 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 but and I this, was right. This woman is, the. I'm team life is too short to spend it miserable. There yeah. you go. There yeah. you go. That yeah. tells you the meme is good. Right. Because the comments are Because they're negative. I know, but yeah. it should have ended with... Because I promised to, not because you were worth it. Nah, don't be picky. If oh. people, if all the feminists... <laughs> don't be picky. If You're all, the podcast picker. No kidding. No. No kidding. I'm saying you've already upset all the ladies. They're miss, all mad. That's not the right word to use. Here's the word to use. What else do you need? They're all mad. They hate the meme. Like, that's all, that's all you want. All the women are She's mad. Content. As long as all the women are mad, that's all she cares All the about. women who've divorced, who've announced proudly that they're divorced and are like glad and they do and it again. Okay. And like they want everyone else to join them because divorce is the answer. Like all of those women are like, I disagree with this meme. It's like, perfect. Share it around the world. <laughs> it's perfect. Just the way Keep it is. It. Don't make any changes. It's great. Yeah. 
You're not out. supposed to tell your ex-husband that he's worth it. <laughs> You're the one who's worth it, not him. Oh, gosh. So that was, I, I just thought that it was significant that that Christian people, this is the sort of stuff that Christian people are throwing around, and it's because Christian people are not thoughtful, um, and they and they post things. A lot of times it's women, but this time it was a guy, and it still makes me cringe, but they just post their feelings, and this is this is a thing that, that I'm going to post because I agree with it. And then if you ask them, well, what is it that you like about this? What is it you agree about it? They, they will not be able to probably even articulate no. it. No, it's more of an impulse than a thought. It's more of a just an instinctive reaction to some kind of ethereal feeling than it is, you know, a logical progression of, well, if, tr- you know, this is true for this reason. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. And actually what I said earlier when that meme was shared amongst just the three of us, I said, it's sad to me, but these are people who have never progressed past that first phase of a relationship. Cause Luke was the one who brought up, I think in the last podcast about something Doug Wilson said about how marriage has phases and there's different, like there's stages and, right. and you know, the same thing that brought you together is not going to be the way that it feels all the time. It's not even supposed to. And then there's going to be the, you know, child rearing right. stage. And it's well, gonna... it can, I mean, there's a, there's a certain excitement and mystery in not knowing each other very well. Right. And you get to know each other and af- you can only get to know each other once. And after that, you know each other. And so, right. Well, and, and yes, it was the last episode because we were talking about the sibling yeah, the sibling phenomenon. Cruise, which is still a great idea. <laughs> Having a sibling retreat. <laughs> because people who know how to have a long-term relationship with their siblings are probably going to be okay with marriage because you go through the same sorts of phases with your siblings and you get irritated and you fight about stuff and then you have to find a way to keep interacting somehow because you still belong to the same and family. And you watch a family movie in the living room. Like whether you like it or not, sometimes you're stuck. And so there you go. Um, but it occurred to me reading this meme about how divorce is okay and what's not okay is settling when you're unhappy. I'm like, oh my gosh, these are people who have, who believe that that first phase of infatuation, that very, very first stage is what it's all about. The whole thing. And if they don't maintain it, as soon as they are about to level up, as soon as they're being given the opportunity to grow and not be a silly little 13 year old kid for the rest of their lives, they go, oh, I must have lost it. We had love and now we don't. And then they quit That's and they right. go find another person. Well, how right. many movies have you ever seen that show this, the later stages of a marriage? And if they do, the focus of the movie is on the kids and their puppy love stage. Yep. And so there's it's just all anybody not, cares about. That's a good point. Only the church is a good talking about and showing what marriage can be. Well, even all, that. All romantic comedies, all romantic movies are always about the first stage. Right. It's, it's never about our, a couple that's churches been... Are talking about uh, the stages? It should be the too? place where you see it. should. Are they talking about that? Talk about stages? The stages of marriage and how to practically still be... How to still love your spouse even when you are not quote, in love. And by the way, that phrase means no, how to love somebody when you're not in lust with them anymore. That's literally what people mean. The churches don't The churches don't know how to even have those conversations. All they know how to do Colin. is send people to counselors. Did that come through on the microphone? I don't, I don't have headphones on. I didn't hear it. Okay. And he's, John is deaf, so. He's yeah. trying to be funny, and he just whispered 
he doesn't know what the word lust means. So whatever he just whispered, if it came through, he's trying to be funny. He doesn't even know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, I point, didn't hear it. the point is that um, I saw, I've said this to you guys before too. I saw a video um, yesterday, I think, and it was this guy who's now gay. He d- identifies as gay. And he was talking to the girl who was the last girl he dated before coming out of the closet. Mm. And they're friends. They call each other best friends because, man, we were just, we really had something. It just wasn't romance. Right. And what they mean by that, it became very obvious through the course of their conversation. What they meant was they enjoyed everything about each other. And they so much so that they're still in each other's lives. Like they get along great and they joke and they like hang out all the time. But they didn't lust after each other. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the relationship just couldn't couldn't work. And it should have been obvious to her, really. In the, you know, at the end of the day, it should have been obvious to her that he was gay all along because you can't be in a, a romantic relationship with somebody unless you've got that sexual component. Like, that's what they were arguing. And what she said was, at one point, the girl said, there was a time I was attracted to you, but now I just see you as a brother, honestly. Right. And it's like... They, in their mind, that cinches it. It's like, well, that's, I mean, if you see somebody as a brother, brother. you can't go forever with them. You can't live with them. You can't have children with them. You can't have a family, you know, can't be a family, even though a brother, last time I checked, is a member of your family. Like, you can't actually build anything lasting with that. So, they're in their 30s now. All of them have had, or both of them have had multiple other partners Mm -hmm. since then. And that will always be the case. Until they're dead. Right. You know, they'll just keep going through one after another people. With that phase, it'll last anywhere from a couple of weeks to a couple of years, to maybe. Years. Yeah. And that's the extent of the of all of their relationships. Because as soon as they lose that thing, they don't call it losing the lust. They call it losing the love because we there is no difference for them. And then they move on to the next person because they've been given permission by TikTok <laughs> and whoever else is sharing that. And meme. Cody. And Cody. And Cody. Cody Brett. <laughs> so, uh, correct. If you're, if if you're in in our sphere of evangelicalism, um, we don't we don't actually address these sort of things at any level in our church. All we do is we is we give general sort of. Uh, relationship type sermons about you know husbands love your wives and wives we don't use the word submit but wives you know you should be you should also love your husbands back and be nice to them and respectful of them and all of that so so we talk about that sort of stuff in general terms and we don't actually talk very much at all about how uh things are going to change in a relationship we don't we don't address that in our church not that, not just that they might or they could or how to prevent but it. They from definitely happen. will. It will absolutely right. happen. So, in fact, what you're supposed to do is start going on date nights, and you're supposed <laughs> to rekindle that romance because when you feel like it's starting to slip away, that's you the have time more work to do. When you got what work to do. What we mean by right. marriages require work in too many cases. We mean what you need to do is spend more money Sustain and more time. Sustain that lust. To, yeah, to <laughs> build up to. Work right. up that lustiness. Sustain that same lust that you had when you were first dating. When you were like 17. When you were 17. <laughs> you do, you, and so, 
if you're in your 70s now and <laughs> that goes away, then right? Then you've you're got doing a, you've got a wrong. real problem. So it's time to. But but that is that's it. That's the the gist of it. And there's no way it's going to work. The the, the the have date nights and go on retreats and spend more time staring into each other's eyes. It's not going to work because while you're being a very small percentage of the population is saying that the vast majority of the culture is telling you, Hey, it's okay to move on, you know? Right. So it's why not okay to settle? Why would being you unhappy settle? Right. Why would you settle for a, for a spouse that you've, that you've dated now and you've been married to for gosh, so, like a decade. It's been 10 years. <laughs> There's no way that anybody expects you to go beyond this. 10 years is, I mean, You've done your time, right? It's you gave it a shot. Very, it's not as exciting, that's for sure. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you guys have been married longer than ten years. I know, fifteen. I know the the marriage is starting to stink. It's starting to go stale. <laughs> <laughs> you guys fell out of love a long time ago. <laughs> I'm not even sure that we were still in love when we got married. <laughs> Based on the way that, based on my understanding of it now and what I'm apparently supposed to be feeling at all times, I'm pretty sure that when Luke and I actually said our vows, I already the didn't magic was love gone. him enough. She was already in stage two, and I'm like, what happened? She walked down the aisle in stage two. <laughs> I was in like yeah. my flip flops and my house go on my way to the altar. Like, oh, ugh, whatever. So Let me know if somebody important comes. I'll put I'm on some makeup. Sure we were, I'm not sure we were in love when we got married. Uh, Those puppies were full grown. <laughs> the magic was gone. Do you? I just don't feel. Do you have butterflies? Not really. People really did look at us curiously, though. Like I distinctly remember when they would talk to me at. 20 because we were 20 when we got married and like florists or bakers or you know dress dress salesmen like people who were helping us pull together this wedding they would ask all the standard questions people who do the hype about weddings for a living yes and they're they expect a certain response from the bride bride, right and they would say stuff like you know well how long have you been together and i would tell them you know with pride i was like oh we've been together for four years and they go oh you guys are babies they're like how old are you what were you guys like in diapers together you know and stuff like that and that was all fine (laughs) but then they would say are you excited for the wedding (laughs) they would ask you they would ask me that and i would say i mean i'm really more looking forward to the marriage part afterwards you know looking forward to the life that we have <laughs> Where we settle of in together and, and ignore each other and right well and don't. i didn't say that but i <laughs> i did like i did not squeal and clap my hands together very you know excitedly right. and they would kind of look you at knew you funny. were settling she well, knew they would say like well, giving up well, when you find the right dress, you know, you'll know because you'll get that spark. That Just like falling in love with your husband or your fiancé, they would say. Just like falling in love with him, it'll be just like that. And I'm like, that is not how it happens. <laughs> That's not how it works. And then they'd be we like, uh, this is off script. We're not a Disney movie. <laughs> right, right. I didn't have the birds bringing me little <laughs> r- ribbons to tie in my hair, you know. <laughs> the mice weren't singing. So, yeah. well, but they didn't know what to do with me because, you know, of all the people who should have been 
of all the people, it seemed like I was jaded before I was supposed to be. Like you would expect. And that's a, how it would have been interpreted. Yeah. It would have been, well, she's, what a what a downer. She's jaded and she's cynical. Right. And she's, At 20, you're in the prime of your life. This marriage will never last. And some people did say that. They're like, well, you still have so much time to play the field and go out. And this is yeah. when it's you're supposed to be having fun. And I was like, you know, I think faithfulness and loyalty is pretty fun. <laughs> you know? I think that being... Being a good human being and, you know, not a Keeping selfish... Keeping promises is pretty fun. <laughs> not being a self-absorbed narcissist I got narcissist some of that when you, guys, when you guys got engaged. Yeah. Uh, I had several several people were like, well, what do you think about them getting getting married so young before they've, you know, and I'd like, I would say not exactly <laughs> what you said, but it was like, well, what, why, why, what, what is playing the field going to do? Right. I... I all that it, from my understanding, I, I didn't play a film. I usually just, I say, I would say, well, Lori's the only girl that I've ever dated. Right. And then they would usually be quiet after that. <laughs> right. I, I won you over with I my... I only dated one girl. My silly poetry and my constant lateness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your tendency Among to get pulled over by the police for going too fast. <laughs> you liked the thrill. <laughs> I was a, a bad I, boy. I was never a hundred percent sure he was going to stop at the stoplight. <laughs> I'm still not sure about that. <laughs> but I rode with a guy at work a few weeks ago, and I will not complain about your driving anymore. Oh, well, there you go. Didn't I tell you about that? No. It was harrowing. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrifying. Did he try to take you through the Cone Palace parking lot? It was. It was. Worse, we we were driving out of Oklahoma, and the rain. We we were in the middle of a torrential rainstorm, and it was traveling with us down the road. So we were, you, you know, you think you can drive out. Heavy rain doesn't last very long, you know, because it goes past. We were driving in it, and so it was like it was raining so hard for like two and a half or three hours, just just coming down, and he did not slow down. He was like. Full highway speed, and we're and we're going through uh, like puddles on the road. You know, it's all puddled up and everything. And we're <laughs> and I'm and I'm saying stuff like, well, you know, my daughter almost died in a car accident. When <laughs> it wasn't. They rain. were driving in a snow. And they were driving snowy. a snowstorm, and they couldn't see very well. Well, see, how is he supposed to know that that was that that meant to slow down? If you were talking about snow, and you're clearly in rain, it was. <laughs> Harrowing. I could not imagine why it. It was almost like he didn't. It was almost like he didn't know that it was right. right. He was. He was just driving, and it's like, does he not right. see? And here's the what's funny. Here's what's funny about it is that in that accident you, to which you referred, because um, I was the daughter. It wasn't Tabby. I was in that van, and I distinctly remember the passenger involved. I was in the back of the van, mm. and the passenger who was up front was saying stuff just like that, like dropping hints and trying to get the other guy to read between the lines. And he was just taking it like it was small talk and it didn't affect his speed at all. So it was the exact same situation where he was like, he was saying stuff, the passenger was saying stuff like, you know, we have a lot of time. We don't have to get there in a hurry. They know that we're, they know it's snowing. They know that we aren't going to be there right. right on time. You know, it's fine. And then he goes, it looks like it's kind of slippery. Like, are you having a hard time with right. the traction? He's right. like, oh no, it's not so bad. You know, and just... 
plowing ahead until Jeez. the back of a semi came out of the fog and then right. he crashed right into it. So yeah. And the van caught fire and, and everything the van burned up. Fire. And I lost my favorite suitcase. I remember. And jacket. And my jacket. And a hair clip. And a hair clip. <laughs> and uh and the uh, like a 50-year-old uh, board game. And you didn't game. lose your life. Which Our was... professor had even said, I brought this. I used to play this in college. I figured I'm taking kids on a college trip. I should bring this board game. It burned. Burned up. Burned up in a fiery inferno. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well. That As opposed was... to a watery inferno. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> icy inferno. <laughs> so we had, a look. Uh, I had that experience, and, and I was thinking about, I actually did have a, fleeting thought about Luke and it's like oh. I'm not going to criticize his driving anymore because this is no, okay. insane. No. The goal is not to be the, <laughs> the goal is not to be just better than the worst driver on the planet. No, I agree. You should still be a better driver. <laughs> you should still but, slow down a little. But it was I am too slow now according to my wife. Okay, because why? Are you slowing down because you think it's the best way to take care of your family? Or are you slowing down to be passive aggressive? No. No. Not that no. either. I told you this story. Why Why are you slowing down now, Luke? I'm all about seeing what kind of gas mileage I can get. And so <laughs> yes. I'm zero to 60 and like... Is that because of me? Or is that no. just no, a thing it's that just, you're... it's fun with, with Pearl. I mean, I'm getting above okay. what okay. the government says I'm supposed to. Yeah. And he likes to send updates to Joe. I'm yeah. not even sure how much Joe cares. Well, there's these care. guys who he doesn't care. Joe doesn't care about that much. So yeah, I'm zero to 60 in like two and a half minutes now. Uh-huh. So it's really aggravating it for people behind for, me. Oh my gosh. And that's why I'm saying it's, it's the same problem. Like it was never mm-hmm. how fast... Or how slow he was going. It's his his. It was that he's not in sync with traffic. It's his refusal to play nice with others. He does not think about anybody else in other vehicles. It's just I'm in my little box going 65 miles. Well, an hour okay, but all the by fact myself. is the fact is that your mileage suffers the most when you're accelerating, mm-hmm. particularly from a dead stop. Mm-hmm. Right, and so which is why I don't stop anymore either. Well, but in <laughs> in the in town. Uh, yeah, you don't have to accelerate. There are some people, some people in town accelerate, and they'll they'll get it up to forty miles an hour. You know, in a block, in, in a block. right? And, and that's just dumb. There's no well, reason to drive that way because it's dangerous. And if other people are not expecting you to be going that fast, they're not going to be, you know, planning accordingly. And so then there's an accident. Likewise. If you are pulling out in front of somebody going 65 miles an hour and you're only going 15, that is also going to cause... Yeah, you know you know what I'm pull, hearing right now? Into moving traffic. I'm hearing some bitterness that, you're true. that you Are need you? to take it's care of. It's true. If you're pulling into moving traffic... This sounds like you a you problem. No, this was the example, Dad. So I told you this story. I know I did. Mm. We're at a four-way stop. Well, we're coming up to a four-way stop. And he gets there at exactly the same time as somebody else and the person on the right was supposed to go but right. but they didn't but they never do because nobody knows how far we stop so works neither one of them waved neither one of them gave any sort of signal luke just creeped out into the into the middle of the intersection at like half of a mile an hour and i was like you have to you have to make a decision. You have to do something. Like, this is dangerous. He's just going to. That was my dis- That was me going. You weren't going. You were barely going. And I yeah. was like, Ugh. this is not enough of a signal. You got to. I was throttling. got to tell people a little right. bit more clearly uh-huh. than that. So. You could have told them instead of just sitting there waiting for me. <laughs> what was I supposed to yell out the window? the finger. 
Just yeah. roll down my window. It, well, he's moving. You can't see it, but he's moving. We, we, I know we've <laughs> talked about this before. There are certain signals that you send to other drivers. Yes. But the way you, the way you operate your vehicle, other drivers can figure out. And but Luke's not the only one that does it. There are there are dozens and dozens of drivers in no. Kokomo who, t- who follow too close in town. They right. come right up behind you. And there's and there's so many people who come to a four-way stop and you have no idea if they're going to stop. You know, no. you just... You, you know what happened this like, morning? It's like, are you going to... Are you... I and told then they'll Luke about slam, this. Stand on it right at the last minute. A, an actual... A semi-truck pulled out in front of me today. I was going down 26 <laughs> after drive after dropping off Cammie and Colin. And I was like... He was coming off of 31, so it was an exit ramp. He's supposed to stop. He never came to a full stop. My guess is he didn't want to have to shift. Uh, mm-hmm. He also had a load of tomatoes that he didn't want to slosh. Had a load of tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm coming. And I'm watching him. Like, is he going to stop? He's not going to stop. And I mm-hmm. had to slam on my brakes so that he could get in front of me. Right. And I was like, there was another car behind me and a car behind that, too. Like, if I hadn't been the one to slam on my brakes... Then it would have been a pileup. There, there would have been five of us out in the middle of the and a bunch of tomatoes and tomatoes all over the floor. Tomatoes everywhere. And I'm like, that I I normally get a little bit better, uh, a little bit better driving skills from uh, a semi truck driver. If but you like to die with tomatoes. There's also people <laughs> who on the way out here today. I was at a four way stop, and there was there was two cars on the on the left side, and then a car in front of me. And the car in front of me let that guy go from the left, and then he went, and so it was me and the other car. But the other car had already pulled up mm-hmm. because he his so the car on the left had pulled up, and so I was slowly going to the light, and it's like okay, you can you can go, you can go. He waited until I came to a complete stop. Yep, and then another two or three or four seconds, and I'm like. What's going on? Just and then he good. finally went through. Yep. And, and it's like, why? Why? <laughs> why did We've you come go? full circle. We're now talking about stupid driving decisions people oh, make in Kokomo, okay. which is exactly where we started. All right. Well, this is a, a nice bookend. Um, all right. That's it, Carl. Uh, if it's not okay to, uh, to let go of your relationship, hang on to it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> High chance. Thanks for visiting the Comedian's House. If you want to spend more time with our family, you can follow John Branion on YouTube and Facebook. Also email nextdoor at johnbranion.com with your comments and questions. We'll see you next time. <laughs>